You're listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon. And I'm Joel. Yes, uh, on this episode, we are going to talk about the Ngalabi Short Film Festival, the second annual Ngalabi Short Film Festival. This is yeah. the second time, if there's any listener who actually keeps up with us yeah. out there, this is the second time we're covering the Ngalabi Short Film Festival. Yes. Second time in a row, this shall be a significant thing for us because every day we exist. This festival is there. Yeah. So this is the second uh, second festival. It took place on the second from second of Feb on Friday yes. to the fourth of February on Sunday. Sunday. So it was a three day <clears throat> event. Yeah. Now Joel was one of the organizers of the festival, so Yay. I want him to talk a bit more about just entering the festival and what you guys be trying to achieve. He's like the main man. <laughs> if you were the festival, you remember we got in a superhero shot, yeah. curating the festival that was Joel. Yeah. So Joel, tell us more about the festival. Oh yeah, so this is the second edition of the Ngavi Short Film Festival. And it's a festival that celebrates short films in uh, sub-Saharan Africa mainly. Uh, then goes award-winning films from Africa. And we have partners from uh, Germany and uh, Britain, which is the British Council and the German Embassy. So we also include a German uh, program, film program, and a British film program this year. Last year there was no British film program. Uh Yeah, so we're getting bigger and bigger. This this time around we also did a masterclass, a Uh two-day masterclass with some... Uh, directors around Kampala. Our missing uh, comrade Timothy was in that. <laughs> yes, he was in that. Should have been around to talk about that. So yeah, basically, the short short of it is like they all got to shoot one scene and really learn like the anatomy of building a scene and directing performances of actors. Yeah, it was a really great, fun, and super intense experience. So, yeah. So other than that. Other than that, uh, let's just head straight because yeah, we're yeah. learning to be brief. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to head straight into first, like you said, the film is mostly trying to call attention to sub-Saharan African short films. Yeah. And so we're going to start with the films that we saw in that category. And yeah. due to that, the filmmakers that come and do the Q&As are all sub-Saharan. Uh, you, you heard yes. from Kenya and which other country? Uh, Rwanda. Kenya and Rwanda yeah, and, Uganda. and Uganda. Yes, so Kenya and these Ugandan filmmakers were there. And we're going to first start with two of the films that we liked the most. Yes. And then we shall also... We also we liked many things. Yes, but we did, yeah. We liked these more. <laughs> yeah. More yeah. than the others. So we'll first talk about those two, then speak about the other films and the British films we saw. Yes. And the German category yes. films we saw. Yeah. Uh, I think to. Let me start. I always start. (laughs) I always start. So the first film, uh, the one I really liked, which was actually by far my favorite film out of the festival, is a Ghanaian film called Diasporadico Trilogia. Yes. (laughs) The film is by a a Ghanaian musician called Bliss the Ambassador. He's actually a really popular musician. He's... Mm. A rapper, but he's based in the in the U in the US. Yes. So the title is weird, and I didn't get any confirmation if this is what it is. But I know he's in the diaspora. Yeah. Diasporadico is not a real word. No, it isn't. So I think he's really just trying to say I'm a radical in the diaspora. Exactly. <laughs> so yes. So his <laughs> film is actually carrying many themes of trying to show how. The African culture is misunderstood by the West. Is how most of it is. He's trying to present African speech. 
um, culture and yes. spirituality in a very interesting way, in ways that people don't perceive it to be. First, I want to say this film is on YouTube. You For should free. really, really go and check it out. And when I went to rewatch it, I found that he had actually done these three movies separate, these yeah. three sessions separate. So it was interesting to watch them separately and also watch them together. Yeah. Separate their each their own narrative, but then he actually sets it up to really be a film. He mm. adds context in it. Yeah. So the context he added for this was that there was a girl who was in three places at the same time, yeah. which I interpret as a spirit of the girl okay. in different bodies. I don't truly have an understanding of that. I'd be interested to know if you did, yeah. but that was my understanding. But this thing is so interesting to watch. It was the yes. one thing that ended, and I said, why are you over? <laughs> I really didn't want it to end. And my neighbor, Philip, called it like, man, this is the best thing, and it's like a music video, because it's exactly, purely yeah. musical, and the guy is really good. Mm. His, his, his music is actually a proper mix of like real... Uh, US rap and then mixed with traditional drums and like bo- 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 yeah. African beats it is super cool <laughs> yeah. but anyway in this trilo- trilogy of things mm-hmm. each of the three uh, of the three stories has a different are totally are quite different yeah. the first one is more of a meeting a girl in the club mm-hmm. and then she sort of disappears and leaves him with some sort of memorabilia. This is me simplifying. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then the second one, which was I think my favorite, because yeah. I think I quite I completely understood what he was going for. Mm-hmm. Because he was it's a story about a guy who's now in New York. Yeah. And he's a, a father and a daughter. The father is then called by like a guy in a taxi. He was in a taxi and he has to pay him off like for him not to be deported. It was yeah. sort of that story. And then he tells his daughter to go home because he doesn't want her to come with her in the car. Yeah. And as she's going, a spirit comes and like gets her through home. And then she's being all playful all yeah. through the way. And it <laughs> is so entertaining to watch that yeah. thing. It is so nice. And yeah. there's a way he's his 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 the slow mo is the dancing is filmed. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's filmed very nicely. There's yeah. a, a, the predominant element in this section is the sunshine. Yeah. Of this, and then it's all done in some slow-paced way. It's not. Enti- it, he's not. They're not filming in the pace. They're not sh- presenting it in the pace that it was filmed because yeah. people dance quickly. Mm-hmm. It's really slow, and it is so visceral. Yeah. Oh, you guys, <laughs> that thing was good. But yes, the music, mm-hmm. the themes, yeah. the dancing, and the entire spirituality thing about it. I really, really liked it. Yeah. That movie is great. I know Joel liked it, so you should talk about it a bit. Uh, you're pretty much, yeah. You're pretty much covered <laughs> everything. Yes, it's awesome. Everything she said. Yes, watch it. Watch it on yeah. YouTube. On YouTube for free. Cool. Uh, yeah. So one of my favorite films uh, was High Many. Um, I'd seen this film before in uh, Fespaco. I fought to get it here. I'm so glad. <laughs> so glad it got here. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so so Haimani pretty much is centered around like this uh, couple in uh, Morocco who they're getting you know married off. They're in an arranged marriage, mm-hmm. and they have to consummate the marriage. And the whole extended family is waiting outside for the for the girl to like bleed and yeah. And it's such so it's this super awkward situation. So it starts off all tense. You're feeling bad for literally everyone involved, mm. and then it just gets so fucking weird <laughs> it just goes like off the rails the rails and it's a predominantly silent film so it's yeah. this tug of war between this guy and this girl fighting the 
insecurities and just the entire situation and trying to figure out a way to please their family and yeah so it turns this really a predo- what is generally a horrible situation into something that's super comedic and even heartwarming it ends off in a surprisingly light note that i wasn't expecting either and yeah i think it's the best yeah it was my favorite short film of 2017 mm-hmm. and yeah so glad that it made it here any thoughts on this Man, movie? This was the one film I was unsure of <coughs> what I completely am unsure of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was more entertained by what the people around me were saying. Yeah. Because this, I think we haven't said the turnout was a huge. Oh, yeah, turnout was oh huge. Oh, my yeah. God. There's people the standing throughout the screen. Throughout. I came late, so I was behind with the rowdy people who are not serious about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so they were really throwing many comments. It was actually more entertaining with what they were saying. Yeah. But also more disgusting sometimes because okay. you know how people can interpret some yeah. things. Yeah. So I don't think I got it. Yeah. I don't think I got the film. I don't think I got the vibe of the film. Yeah. The times when it was uh, attempting for me to laugh, I didn't laugh. Yeah. I didn't find it funny. Yeah, yeah. It's something I didn't think would work. I don't think it would really work because it's like a dark comedy on a situation that is pretty bad. I've never really... Th- I've never... I've never... I could never picture that situation in a funny way at all. But I think what it does well is that it launches us into those really tough situations and it fuses them with something completely yeah. stupid. Like, like the man growling like a cat, which... You which, see, yeah, like, yeah, which was I, like, mm. yeah, which was like a big what the fuck moment. Yeah. Okay, but like, but that's, but like that stuff aside, for me the ending was pretty redeeming. Mm. So it's not like the 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 characters within it all of a sudden got this sort of Western mentality about how relationships mm. and marriage work, and then use that to solve the situation. No, they just, they just sort of, themselves. yeah, they sort of worked within the constraints of their world, mm. and to me that made it something special. This, at least it's not an everyday thing that I get to see in a really movie. So, not. yeah, I found it very interesting. I I, I think as I, I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's good either. Yeah, it's, I think it's a weird way. I'm way too neutral, <laughs> yeah. and I genuinely think I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get the tone of the film at all. Yeah, right, cool. So next one. Um, my second one, which you were surprised that I liked, mm. is Idia Means Boat. It's mm-hmm. by Grace Nabisenke an alumni to the Kampala Film School where Timothy studies. Yeah. <laughs> so, so where are you, Timothy? I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy's a fox. Yeah. So Idia Means Boat is set on, on the shores of Lake Victoria. So there's these uh, tour guides. They're mm-hmm. tour guides. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a new tour guide that comes on. Yeah. And the old guys kind of tell him a story about a boat that's overturned on the shore on one of the on one of the islands. Was it yes, an island? It was an on island. one of the islands there was an, a, a boat that's turned over. Yeah. And they told him a story and told him that is Idia Means Boat. If you go there, the spirits will kill you. No one comes out of there alive. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. It actually sets up a serious tone. Yeah. And what I really liked is how I actually thought it was a serious tone and it's mm-hmm. which actually surprised me and i really liked it because it turns out the film is not trying to tell some sort of historical story <laughs> yeah. it's actually just one big joke and i really yes, like that yeah. so the thing is there's very few few films like that mm. and i get that because um it's people who have more value in drama a lot more so and people much. who tell give you a message people who present 
some facts and information you don't know and then yeah. pro- present it artistically are the ones who are applauded more than anyone who comes just to bullshit just to and entertain, entertain you, you. Yeah. yes like just straight up <laughs> let me make you laugh a bit and i liked it and this movie is so simple you guys even the joke the joke is so simple yes it's a, it's a prank you would pull on your friend tomorrow it's a prank you've seen a hundred times a hundred times <laughs> i just don't know why i really like that Neither it do was I. extremely simple like because short films are so brief you guys this yeah. is an 11 minute film yeah he, she is not trying to build a character no just make it a joke you're going to it. learn how to frame a short you're going to learn how to deal with some you're going to learn shit over this 11 minutes of film yes but anyway yeah i, I really like the film she plans to, to to make it a feature yeah i'm really curious on how she will, should work with that but mm-hmm. this was actually the other film i would like to spotlight yeah. Um, uh, t- yeah. This so is yeah. This is a film where I feel like you'd uh, you'd go fifty fifty on how it ends, uh, because you you no no because you'll either appreciate how it just is one big joke or or you'll be the kind of person that wants it actually pay off and have this whole giant yeah. story about get, it. With, there's a lot of those in the in the festival actually. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's but good. but it's, it's it's not it's not even even then I don't think it's a movie anyone can hate. It's just a sweet just again simple there. film. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the movie the other movie that I liked that I want spotlight is the Bad Mexican. Yeah, that has to be spotlight. It had to be. Like, if you had not done, I was definitely going yeah. to put out Lady Aliens. But yeah. Um, so the Bad Mexican is, I'll say, it's the directorial debut of uh, Luke Manali. Mm. He's primarily primarily a visual effects artist, okay. and he's only mm. now start, sort of starting. He has also done a, a bunch of music videos, really great music videos. Mm. But he's only now sort of trying to branch into writing and directing for film. Okay. Uh, so visually, this movie is beautiful. I walked in expecting that, mm-hmm. but it's also funny as fuck, mm. which I was not expecting. And it's so competently done. Uh, when I when I did the Q and A, I I told him how his edits reminded me of Guy Ritchie's oh, like yeah. style, heavily stylistic. Like this guy knows his stuff. I mean, like for a first <laughs> no go around at a <laughs> first go around at a film. This was like brilliantly done. It was really competent, super entertaining. Mm. It has a lot of lowbrow, potty humor. Yeah. It oh, literally, yeah. literally has potty humor. humor. <laughs> it really has potty humor in it. Mm. And yeah, I think yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that's a crowd pleaser and a crowd pleaser. Like you're saying, how Uganda is mostly making dramas mm. and movies with messages. It's nice to see a movie that's just completely empty of substance, and it's just, <laughs> it's just yeah, because it's basically a story about a guy that that has to go for like this job interview, then he shits his pants, and then he owes this guy three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> this movie is also free online on Vimeo and on YouTube, yes. so I recommend Please watching it. it. Please watch it, yeah. I sh- I'm going to link all this stuff that's yes. free online in the in the in the description of the episode. Yeah, because I think this is definitely a talent to look for, mm-hmm. and he's he's also talked about how he's going to venture. He's going to attack uh, doing feature films this year. Okay. And yeah, he really he wants he wants to be that guy that makes like commercially viable Ugandan which films, need. which we badly need. So I am very excited to see what he does next, and I can't recommend this movie enough. I don't even want to spoil it too much. Just go and watch it. 
So what I'll say about bad Mexican is I'd seen it on YouTube before, of yeah. course. Yeah. And I remember yeah. someone coming up to me and hyping me about it. Mm. You know that's always a bad mm. thing. There's nothing worse than someone <laughs> to do that to you. Someone came at me and I hyped the shit out of it. Like, have you seen Luke Manali? First of all, he came at me. Do you know Luke Manali? Yeah. I'm, know. I'm like, no. I don't know Luke Manali. I thought she was talking about some Western person. Yeah. I don't know Luke Manali. <laughs> and then hyped the film to mm. the highest capacity. Then I made the greatest mistake of watching it at work. Ah. Do you know in office setting yes, when everyone's yes. at work and then you sit and watch a YouTube video? Mm-hmm. You can't laugh out loud. Yes. And the way you're consuming it is very different from if you were in a free environment. Yes. So I remember I watched it and I thought, hmm. But then on that day, yeah. <laughs> first of all, there's nothing at things which and no one was making yeah. me laugh at the things. <laughs> I was laughing at the things, having the time of my life. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, watching things in a crowd is something. Exactly. Theater should never die. You yeah. guys, there's a difference between watching things with people and watching things on your own something yeah. like oh my god especially comedies yes. <laughs> i just thought of how girls trip when i watched it in the theater it was one of the best experiences <laughs> of my life and this was really similar like yeah it's super fun yes it, it was is. the so most fun. fun it was at the festival, festival. yeah by I a agree. mile <laughs> the most fun yeah okay well, spotlighted our two favorites, so yes. now we're going to really peruse through the other things we saw and which we had thoughts about. Yeah. Uh, I would say uh, there was The Last Breath by mm. Jordan Brace. Yes. It was, he's also an alumni of Kampala Film Schools, and his film is about a little boy, a little girl, his mother has died, and then she gets this connection to a red balloon. And yeah, when it started, I immediately told Philip. Oh my god, that's shot for shot, the red balloon. <laughs> there's, 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 there's scene. And yeah. indeed, he was really inspired by the red balloon. Yes. A short film you should seek out if you want to see. Timothy hyped me with the red balloon also. <laughs> it's that who made me watch the red balloon. But that film was actually... It was it was fine. What yeah. did, do you have any thoughts on it? Any real significant thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I also thought it was fine. I really liked its concept. Uh-huh. Uh, it didn't pay off for me as much as I would have hoped. Um, but it wasn't. It's not like it fell apart and became crap. Like I still, I still enjoyed it. It was fine. It was a sweet movie. It's about a yeah, a daughter and her father, and dealing with grief. And yeah, I'm usually super into movies like that. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to the rest of the stuff that he does. What else would did you like or not um, like or would want to talk about? <coughs> oh yeah, I'd say uh, uh, Samakim Changanya, Fish of the Land. Uh, I think that was the only film actually we had from Tanzania. Oh, that film. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell that me. was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a fantastic film. It was the social commentary, stroke drama, stroke kind of thriller. Mm-hmm kind of film and yeah it's basically this sort of uh, it, it sort of critiques the whole Africa rising concept and how it's not like benefiting the poor as much as it says that it is yeah. yeah so it has this main character who believes he's doing good but you know he's stepping on a couple of people along the way and being okay with that and, and like trying to get away with it basically so he like he like uh, knocks this woman down by accident. He's like launch- launching the first Tanzanian-owned communications company. 
he knocks this woman down and is like, oh no, it's going to like screw up my whole life, everything I've planned, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It just winds up killing a bunch of other people. It has, it has a trippy sort of ending. Mm. And, but then it's sort of like after the ending, like the epilogue is pretty much like on that. It was like, this is what we, really we, we meant. Tell yeah. You what it was yeah, trying exactly. To like what the price of development and urbanization is. You have all this documentary footage of like, people's houses and shops like being mowed down and it's some heartbreaking shit actually so this movie was made back in 2013 but it's still so fucking relevant today yeah in that faith i want to talk about the other film which was also presenting a message but it was doing it more strongly mm-hmm. and it was called maria the filmmaker yeah. was actually there yeah that would be memorable for anyone who was there you'd remember mm. when the filmmaker <laughs> stood up and spoke mm-hmm. so maria is about a, a, a young girl who is standing against a, a political heavyweight yes and he's trying <clears throat> to put her down he asks her brother-in-law to make sure she touches she she drops out she of drops the out race, of the race. so it's quite a heavy film I li- <laughs> this film is the every word that any character is saying yeah. is to service the message yes the film is really it's barely uh, in barely concerned about the actual character it's trying to tell you something and it is trying exactly. to tell it to you loud and clear <laughs> and the film goes and then i really really liked hearing the filmmaker speak though because he oozes oh, of that yeah. message oh yeah so much the movie is actually an extension <laughs> of him so that man gave a speech you yeah, guys oh up my god yeah i wish i could have recorded it because that man was hella political yeah and i liked that because it it actually meant because you'd look at it and you'd see it's funded by the un yes so like all oh, these guys are having an agenda but the guy yeah. is actually political he actually guy. really really cares he about actually what gives a yeah. fuck this is not someone who was just looking for a quick quick cash in mm-hmm. he's actually super motivated and wants the youth to vote yes you guys yes 65%. drop statistics in the movie 65 <laughs> percent and they had and they made it crystal clear in the film yeah and that it's pretty different from from the film you talked about because for yeah. it it's not really doing that it's more portraying something it just does that at the end it's way too crystal yeah clear. yeah but it's trying to sort of be subtle but it, it's quite yeah. subtle in what it's doing no i too i too really 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 loved maria because mm. having, having lived in nairobi for a while yeah they would sort of gauge like the whole corrupt the whole corrupt the whole corrupt thing of like you have uh, members of parliament hiring goons instead of um, oh, campaign okay, managers yeah. and yeah you have you have like this this girl i she she might have been a little too perfect but she, i mean i mean she she really worked for the story she sort of represented that element of positive change that actually wanted to change stuff versus the status quo that just wanted to step on the poor misinform them and use them over and over and over again and if again you were there and you had his speech <gasps> He really you went guys. deep into that and elaborated <laughs> and re-elaborated. <laughs> oh means. my god! Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. Good. it was pretty intense. I think I would be pushing to say there's any other I would really want to talk um, about. Is there any? There were many I... films, guys, and we're not going to talk about all of them. That would be overkill. Yeah, I'll say. Let me see. I'll say that I enjoyed uh, Sokosonko. It's. It's oh also, my god, the Kenyan film with the hair? That yes. movie was a 
fun. Yes, it was fun. Fun, fun, yes. fun. And I want to spotlight as many fun African Ooh, movies as you possible. You guys, the movie was so Because <laughs> I'm so tired of... Oh. Yeah, so Ted, okay. let's let's talk with the drama. No, let's let's talk let's, about Soko Soko. Yes, How can I forget? Soko Soko. <laughs> I that movie so much. Yes, I, I, I mostly love the home scenes. Yes, they felt so authentic, <laughs> you guys. And the football scenes. Yes, people, that movie Everything is really really good. It would have been a shame if we didn't talk about it. Actually, exactly. Let's go ahead. Well, uh, briefly, briefly speaking, daughter needs to get her hair done. Mm. Mother falls sick. Dad has football match to watch, but daughter's hair needs to get fixed. <laughs> so he has to find a way to watch a football match and, and get his daughter's, daughter's hair fixed. fixed. But to get his daughter's hair fixed, he has to navigate like downtown Nairobi <laughs> and figure out all his hairstylists and how like hair works and all these things he thought were like easy. He just walk in and figure it out, and it's just insane. Oh, yeah. And it escalates and escalates. It just blows completely out of proportion. And I think this is a movie that was just solid. I don't think I felt a weak point. It was just solid from beginning to, to end. end. Even the resolution it was hilarious. So, was how, so. how, like, the daughter and father, like, resolved <laughs> that situation at the end was so hilarious. The movie was funny. Yes, it was so, so funny. And, yeah, I want to see, I want to see more African movies. Do you have any backstory on the director? Oh yeah, the director's name is Ekwa Sangi. She's Tanzanian-born, mm-hmm. and currently she's based in the U.S. Uh, she's studying film there, and she's yeah, she's she's making films regularly. Um, she has also mentored actually for Maisha okay. a couple of times. Wow, yeah, nice. she mentored actually in tw- when when actually when Timothy won, she, she was mentored. the one that was mentoring. Yeah, okay. yeah. So she's a very 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 brilliant person she's very sensitive so yeah she she does a bunch of different things uh if you met her you wouldn't think she had this in her like that sense of humor (laughs) but yeah she's such a brilliant is it uh, available online anywhere uh unfortunately it is not when did she make it she made it in about 2013 as well yeah but it's still sort of locked behind somewhere hopefully she'll you know, release it somewhere hilarious <laughs> my favorite thing was some of there was a, a scene where there's a lot of exchanges between the police officers and a mob justice kind of scenario mm-hmm. where people are running after this main character and they're trying to debate on whether the, the police officers should take him to prison yeah and they play some sort of blame game and that dialogue was Top notch, <laughs> because I could actually imagine people saying those things. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. Exactly, it's so hilarious. That movie was actually one of the best. I'm ashamed I didn't. Actually, yeah, that it. entire conversation oh, God, with with the, with with the mob and the cops and oh. everyone. That was a very very authentic conversation. It was very good. great dialogue. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, and and I feel mm-hmm. like we st- we need to at least briefly mention Nectar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, it so far has only premiered in uh, Ziff, and uh, now in Galabi Short Film Festival. There's only two festivals that it's been in so far, and I do think it's actually a pretty solid film as far as Ugandan films go, as far as comedy goes. It has a very like even technically it has an interesting lighting scheme, 
Y'all are busty on the lighting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it was, I mean, it was something, yeah. Because it's dark, but you can exactly. see the images. Exactly, because usually when people, I mean, if you've watched the shots where people shoot in hearts, it's just, you can see that obvious artificial spotlight <laughs> dropping <laughs> You could somewhere. think it was actual candlelight. Yes, but yeah, it. yeah. This one felt like a dingy candlelight, so it felt authentic. And I found the main character actually pretty interesting. And I found the fact that the, you have an antagonist that's asleep the entire time and she still manages to screw over the main character i found that entire concept also pretty interesting and also it's sort of approach filmmaking was just having it the, the whole movie is monologue it's just one long narration which to me is also kind of bold because the rule is usually you know show don't tell but so we just goes ahead and tells so yeah I found I found, I found that commendable. At least it's not it's not like a lot of Ugandan films I've seen, you know, coming out recently. I found that voiceover so <laughs> I couldn't look pa- I couldn't move past it. I really uh. most of the context within that voiceover was kind of lame. Okay. And its delivery was not great. Mm. So it was overall quite jarring to me mm-hmm. yeah i'm not entirely with that film yeah. but I, i'm not entirely with it i'm sorry <laughs> it's cool it's I'm cool really sorry. yeah so i um, think we've covered i think at least a highlight we've highlighted films. the main african film so yeah. like joel mentioned first we let's start with the british program yes whereby me i don't Okay, maybe. <laughs> so let's start okay. with the British program. Mm-hmm. So on the second day on Saturday, there was an hour long of British program films yes. where we saw about six different films, seven, eight around there. You got eight, yeah. Um, I would say, I, uh, Joel, you start. Um, the British, the British film program was a little hit and miss, but I did have some films i guess that i'd want to just briefly say i enjoyed there's robot and scarecrow which was really enjoyable it was very good yes. yeah it was a film about a, it was pretty much it was, pretty much, it was a love story actually yeah, about a literally a robot and a scarecrow yeah. um there was tower xyz which i also found interesting it was more of like a spoken word sort of thing mm, we had these shots of the ghetto in uh, britain and this black girl like yeah saying a bunch of stuff yeah i found it i found that interesting um and i guess the last film i found it was was the the lizard of unmarriedness i think was my favorite of the british program mm. yeah where it's it's also like one long sort of monologue it's this girl telling us a story about how she went to see a witch doctor yeah so i think i think out of the british film program i like lizard of unmarriedness the most is uh is this this girl pretty, the way she shot it is she shot like two different two two versions of like her giving the same account of the story that's good yeah which which at first walking in is a bit jarring but once you settle in and like you would hear both sides at the same time it's like super interesting and yeah i really enjoyed hearing her speak great joel so let me tell you you guys okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the british film program is filled with black cast only and the thing is Joel has highlighted some films where they're actually nice but when you get to the third film you realize 
I don't even think quality was an element into when what they were trying to pick for these films. I think it was just is it a is it a, a, a black story? Because there was a movie that was so bad, you guys. Eh? I'm like, what is that? Why is this film here? It is because the actors are entirely black. I'm like, what? I really don't think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to make a British program. Just present to us great film. It's not that we entirely relate to black pain, because the black pain is really different in different places. So it doesn't. It, 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 I don't think it's adding any value to just make sure that the characters are black. Yeah. Bring a good film, which is what the German program actually does. So may I have beef for that British program? I actually have beef <laughs> because they, we. I they, I do not think there was any thought towards the 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 quality of the film. Any no, I, I'm saying okay, the, the ones okay. you've said are actually really like. Okay, I like Scarecrow okay. and Robot. I like the the the, the gentrification one. Yeah, yeah, that one was, was really good. Um, the chick with the thing, it was actually the good. Was but nice. But how did you feel about the I believe in pink one? That was weird. <laughs> Let's move on to the German program, which is more interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the German program, I think we start with Water Water. Yeah. Because Water Water is the Oscar-nominated film, Oscar-nominated short film. It's been it's directed by a German lady called Katja Ben Katja ben, Benrath. Katja Benrath, German lady. This was her film school project. Yeah, grad yes. film project. Grad yeah. film project. She chose to tell the story, which is about a lady who goes on a bus to border region between Kenya and Somalia, and. Yeah. Right when we meet her, she's really anti-Muslim, completely and utterly, yes. because the Muslims killed her dad and her husband her and yeah. child. Yeah. So she's anti-Muslim. She's can't even buy their water or anything. Then a bus attack happens, and the Muslims do not out her because when Al Shabab comes, like many people know, yeah, when they attack, they they try to find out who's Muslim and who's Christian. They start yeah. asking Muslim questions. They ask them. And then they they kill the infidels, they kill the, the Christians. They leave yeah. the Muslims, but then the Muslims don't out her, so it changes her perspective. Yeah. That's the whole film. Yeah, based on a true story. Yes. Yes. So this film is, quite frankly, just okay. Yeah. It's just a fine film. Mm-hmm. That's it was, it 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 it's moving. Mm-hmm. It's just fine. I think maybe because of how there's so many limitations within a short film. You could imagine when, if there's a lot of character built, and then this is the climax of the film. This would be some gut wrenching exactly, stuff, exactly. and then they show a real long PTSD aftermath of this character. That you can imagine it in. Joel, you actually told me this when you had already watched it that mm. it would work better as a feature length. But this yes, film is really just would. fine. Yeah, yeah. Although I like, I thought that wow, this film is really just fine. So just fine films can get into the Oscars, but yes. I imagine they had the German push. Right. Yeah, yeah. So this was a German push, and and also that that that's the kind of story that would sell, I think. And people telling those stories all the time, but the movie is well shot. It has all those exactly, things that, no, yeah. that our films lack, like bad. Something will have bad sound. Yeah, like exactly. So to you get know? that story that well shot, <laughs> that's the part that's difficult. Yes. So I can get how it got into the Oscars, and it does deserve to be in the Oscars. It does have like professional level filmmaking just just the opening scene without walking through the street that was that was some legit shit already for me um again yeah like, like sharon said i think this would work really well as a feature-length film there's some interesting side characters in there especially like the teacher 
the Muslim teacher who, 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 who later will figure out is a pretty prominent character in that story. Mm. In a feature-length film, if you had more development, mm. the payoff at the end, I think, would be way, way heavier. Yes, the payoff. Yeah, there's, yeah there's even a student like trying to sell stuff for his fees that's interesting. Even when, even in a feature-length film, we could get some backstory on one of the terrorists themselves. The Al-Shabaab itself. The Al-Shabaab, like, yeah. It would make that whole... It would make more sense. Like exactly. The scene happens. There's not enough weight to carry the scene to really bring your emotions to really out to bring its it highest. To the highest, exactly. You know, it's just like it, the okay it, level. It doesn't just, get to... Yeah, it doesn't really bring the tears out of you. Yeah, yeah. And if it was long would be sobbing. I can imagine I would cry my eyes out. Those things exactly. really kill me. Yeah. Because so, the context of the story is so sad. Like, if you yeah. really think about it, it is very, very sad it is. stuff. It is. Um, it's a yeah, solid film. Your favorite film in the German program. Go ahead. Oh, well, yeah. Which, which is difficult because I think I loved most of the German film program. But my favorite of all was uh, Ships Passing in the Night, which is the first film that screened. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an animated film on the pretty much the immigration sort of crisis mm-hmm. and walking in I thought at first okay you know I've seen this story before even in animation so I thought okay it will be fine but I've like seen this already but it sort of got to me it had this hook where like you have this fisherman and like his whole deal for traveling to Europe is find out where his fish has gone he's not he's not traveling there because oh Africa is fake and I want to live in Europe now. It's like, oh no, I've been fishing my whole life here. Now all the fish is gone. So it's like, I went to follow these ships that are taking all our fish to Europe and see what they're doing with it, with it there. And I found that so poignant because it sort of had this added subtext of sort of these countries having their resources plundered and the people sort of left in a, in a state where they have nothing and they feel they feel they have no other option but to go to where they feel there's opportunity and stuff like that and yeah it sort of washes a show and then you sort of have this semi friendships semi love story with this this sort of hobo chick that's roaming the beach and like I, you'd say she's a beach rat right she's like picking up stuff <laughs> one of Sharon's favorite movies of all time yes <laughs> like picking up stuff but yeah he gets locked up and for me that that all that shit really really hit me in like all the right places gave me all the right feels and yeah and again because it was shot in animation i really really enjoyed it and there's like all the backgrounds are sort of colored in like crayon and like painting and yeah i really enjoyed watching it just visually and just the way it was structured and the way the characters' bodies moved. Yeah, it was just a brilliant fucking film. So it's kind of a film I'd want to make. You have three minutes to talk about the other films. The other like. film. <laughs> I'll, I'll, say, I'll say just one. I uh, know. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is, out, of, which is out of frame. Which is <laughs> probably everyone's favorite film. The, <laughs> the that <laughs> movie is so good! <laughs> yes. And out of frame pretty much plays on the technicalities of film. You have, you have a character who, like, pretty much gets so lonely to the point that he falls out of frame, out of frame. literally out of frame of the film and then he dr- he joins this sort of uh, this support group of people called the outtakes yeah. and they all have like different film related anomalies <laughs> so there's a dude that's like 
dealing with jump cuts is, is a dude whose subtitles always appear when he talks there's the token black chick was yeah. hilarious herself she said to fill the quota yeah. and then you have this chick uh who who like is sort of stuck in a freeze frame mm. and then we have a love story developing between the guy that's out of frame and the chick stuck in a freeze frame because she can sort of move around in his empty frame mm. so yeah it starts off like funny and then has this actually really sweet love story to it and i thought it was just it's one of the most clever things that i've ever seen oh, in my entire life mm. <laughs> and i wouldn't mind i wanted to watch 90 minutes mm. of, of that entire story i didn't want it to end that was by far the most engaging film yeah. <laughs> at the festival it is so funny Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is so clever, so self-referential. It is very, very good. Yeah. Oh, oh you don't have German films that you like? That you like? Um, Joel, you, okay, Joel, you've spoken about all the films I like. I think liked. the one I like significantly the... liked okay. was Outer Frame. The other one was the Ode to Silent Cinema was cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, it's cute, but it yeah, was really yeah. just cute. Yeah. Then there was this film that had oh, the one about the bear. Mm, the one oh, about the yeah. bear, yes. Oh my god, that yes. movie was really, really nice. Yeah. The German films were good. That is very what good. Say. Very strong selection of films. Just, just all of them. There was no. <laughs> The British collection, that British collection was even laughable. Bambi, they overlie. <laughs> true, but true. this festival was a mad success. Yeah, like, it was, kudos it was. to you guys. Yeah, the turnout was so huge. You can see there's actually an audience out there for this thing. Yeah, which is really, really great. Well, I'm mm. so happy. I want more. Yeah, I me wish, too, I actually. wish UFL. Yeah. Had was more interactive like this. Yeah. If they would yeah. even spend less time but have more interactive sessions with the filmmakers mm-hmm. and be in one spot. I insist this festival yeah. should take place in one place. Yeah. That that dispersed setting doesn't make sense. Mm. And really Q and A's are the best thing. People come true, to meet true. the we want to meet the cast, ask them questions. That's what festivals are all about. Yes, it's great people. that they get money, but man, those things really <laughs> make it true, true. the best thing festivals are great guys yeah. attend this shit it's yeah. the dopest cool yeah i think we're done yes we are done okay this has been our episode on the second annual gandalavi short film festival that happens in kampala uganda yes. bokoto street at gotcha zentrum <laughs> yeah the gotcha zentrum rooftop <laughs> rooftop yes yes uh i'm sharon and i'm joel Timothy is missing, the three of us. We are Cinema Red Pill. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> find us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, subscribe to our channels on, on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, on iTunes, iTunes, on Stitcher. Please email at Sharon at cinemaredpill.com if you want to contact directly. Yeah. Feedback would be great, guys. Thank you for listening. Share our podcast with people who you think will like it. Bye bye. Bye bye.